Good evening, everybody. This is Commissioner Schwartz, and this is episode 16 of the BAS Fantasy Football Podcast. This is an episode that is going to recap uh, the championship run for the 10th season of the BAS Fantasy Football League. I just want to say a quick hello to all of my BAS League members, as well as any of the random individuals that we get listening to this podcast via Apple Podcasts or any of the podcast networks that you may listen to. Um, I know this is the first kit podcast that we've done for this season. However, I thought it was only right that about two days before the end of the year, as well as a day before the kickoff of the championship round, as well as the DOS um, recipient round, that I will go ahead and do a little bit of recap for everybody. Uh, just kind of go through and, and look at some of the, uh, the metrics that we've seen across the season. Uh, give a quick heads up and hello to everybody that is a uh, part of the league and yeah, see where things go from there. So to start, I knowing that I haven't done one of these podcasts and sometimes I just want to uh, wish everyone a, uh, a happy holiday all around. I guess we're past Thanksgiving and Christmas at this point. So hoping that you've had uh, a merry time with uh, family and friends. Um, I will say that even though this is the second year of the pandemic, this is probably more of the stranger of the two holiday seasons. I know that with COVID and how it's been impacting everyone and it's hit even especially near and dear to, to, to my home and to my families and, and, and such, you know, we've been dealing with a lot of stuff on Meg's side of the family um, as well as within our four walls. You know, now, unfortunately, you know, keep hearing more and more stories of individuals that are, you know, testing positive with this new um, Omicron um, variant. So it's unfortunate. I, I hope you guys are staying healthy and safe. Um, I know what, about 60% of our league at this point has had COVID. So uh, things aren't getting any easier, any lighthearted or anything along those lines. So I'm just hoping that, um, you know, everyone continues to, to stay safe. Um, and enjoy um, all the, the good little moments that we have every day. Um, it's really crazy. I mean, outside just the real life, it's, it's really affected even the NFL. Uh, the two weeks as we were going into the playoffs, I know a lot of individuals. Um, I myself had, had really had impact from players that uh, were on the COVID reserve list. Um, you know, a lot of the games were rescheduled a uh, week leading up into this, the current week uh, uh, 16. So I know that there was a lot, um, a lot happening, unfortunately, that has caused, you know, just a lot of challenges across the board, whether it be fantasy football or whether it be real life. I mean, again, I know we just play this for, for, for shits and giggles, but at the same time, um, it is difficult when you are dealing with injuries across the board and then also having now to deal with um, uh, players that are testing positive for, for COVID and all the uh, various uh, challenges that we've had across the board with, uh, you know, the Aaron Rodgers and the Antonio Browns of the world. But enough said about that. Um, you know, hopefully we will get over uh, we'll get over everything uh, soon enough, and you know, continue to have uh, kind of a normal life. Who knows, you know, how normal things will ever be again. But you know, that doesn't that doesn't stop us from living. So, uh, with that said, let's get on to some of the more happier items uh, that we have going on. Um, I know what I did last year going into the the playoffs prior to going into the recap was really just kind of taking a look at the first round. And knowing the teams that are, are, are currently facing um, the championship and, um, and, and the DOS and kind of seeing like where some of those challenges may have been faced in the first round. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, 
I think what we've seen over the last three seasons is that your first round pick um, is either going to make or break you, uh, you know, and, and I think it's really a combination of those first five rounds in, in crafting your team that's going to really give you the upper hand against a lot of opponents. I mean, obviously we can't predict who is going to be injured, uh, you know, who is going to have a, a good week in terms of targets and et cetera and things along those lines, um, you know, but again, you know, that's just what we're dealing with here um, as, as we go through. So let's take a look at this year's uh, draft recap. Uh, again, I just want to kind of take a look at the first uh, two, two, uh, two rounds here and just seeing where everything's at, and then we'll get into some more uh, interesting details. I, I've definitely gone through a lot of the metrics and uh, stats of what we've seen this year. So I'm hoping that this episode can be a little bit more um, in, in the weeds of the uh, of the of the actual metrics here in terms of how things kind of uh, I look at a couple specific stats, um, but again, you know, it could be fun to to talk through some of these things. So, <clears throat> with that said, as we look at the first few draft picks across the board, and sorry, I'm just getting my phone ready here. Uh, got a couple devices going. I got my iPad working. I got my computer working. I got other things working. Boom, boom, boom. So top three picks: McCaffrey, Kamara, and Cook. Uh, unfortunately, none of those players are in the process right now of facing off in the championship. Nor were they even being considered outside of. Um, yeah, I guess Cook for 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 a good period of time. But he's been on and off when it, when it counts. So unfortunately, the top three picks and going on to four and five um, with Derrick Henry and Ezekiel Elliott, really the top five picks where you would want to get bread and butter, um, none of those really have panned out due to injury, unfortunately. I guess Ezekiel Elliott has been been playing around. Um, oh, of course, I got my mom texting me. Um, Ezekiel Elliott has been playing throughout the season, but... He's um, just an Ewok that can't run very well anymore. Uh, I'm not really sure what the deal is, but unfortunately, you know, um, he's not going any, anywhere anytime soon. But with Kyle's next four picks, uh, you see that he has made up quite a bit with Mahomes, Allen, Andrews, and Daryl Henderson, who again has also had some injuries going into play. But I would say that with the consistency of some of the, the other picks that Kyle's had, it's obviously led him to the point where... Uh, um, You're funny. Um, yep, that's exactly the case. Um, exactly the case. Mess me up. Thank you. So when you listen to this. Um, so yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, again, if we look at the top five picks, and this is not. This is my first cat, first podcast of the season, and it's going just tremendous so far. Alrighty. So moving on. We have the next couple picks. We have uh, Travis Kelsey, Austin Eckler, and. Uh, Devontae Adams, um, again, I think where Travis Kelsey, he didn't have that, that stellar outbreak of a year, but he's still been a consistent player. Um, I know that you know Frank is obviously going uh, in terms of his, his play, um, trying to at least come out with, with, no, I guess you're not playing for anything. I'm sorry. Sorry about that, Frank. You were, you were in, the, you were in the, the, top, the top part of the bracket, but then nothing else panned out based off that. So, moving on. Um, Austin Eckler, good player, but we know where Brandon's team is, 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 is at. And then we have um, uh, DJ and um, Alex, right? DJ drafted one, two, three, four 
uh, wide receivers before he had his first uh, running back. Um, if Calvin Ridley didn't Calvin Ridley didn't have a, a, a issue with his uh, mental health, then you know we probably would have had some more, um, even more so. But hey, who, who's who's saying anything because uh, DJ is playing for his first. Uh, I'm sorry for his second opportunity at the championship. And then going forward, we have Upper Deckers, Patrick, Kevin, and uh, myself. Saquon Barkley, Dud, Aaron Jones, kind of hurt, but still pretty solid player. And then Jonathan Taylor, which I would say would be the number one pick overall. It doesn't really matter. I thought I had a shot at the uh, at the playoffs, but I just fell short with, unfortunately, um, with um, injuries throughout the season and um, uh, of some of the COVID scenarios that happened, unfortunately. But... It is what it is. I always kind of fall right before playoffs. I've been bubble boy for quite a few times. Um, you know, it is what it is. And, and Pat, well, we'll get into Pat in a second. Then. And then finally, rounding out the 14 teams that we have, we got uh, Tom and Meech uh, with Nick Chubb and Antonio Gibson. Um, Nick Chubb obviously had some, some injuries this year, but, you know, still a stellar when he was in there, so good first pick. And then Antonio Gibson had, um, you know, his ups and downs as well. But I would say overall... With, uh, with Tom's uh, first pick, you know, um, champion runner-up here, he is, um, you know, he's doing okay. I mean, he unfortunately didn't make it to that final um, game that's coming up this week, but, you know, it is what it is. I think if you look at his total average, and this is the second, second year of, of the BAS League, he's, uh, he's, he's putting in work. So with that said, I think it would, I just wanted to, you know, go quickly and do a quick recap of where we're at and kind of where we fell Fell short with the um, the playoff rounds and everything along those lines. Yep, that's what I want to do. Um, cool. So when we talk about round one, we had six teams, seven teams um, in the winners bracket. Pat uh, was again at the top of his game in the re in the regular standings. Um, he continues to be a consistent drafter and has a lot of good um, longevity with the team that he's drafting. So kudos to Pat not having to face in round one. However. Um, between Meech and Joe Buck yourself, um, Meech had really no performance at all. And um, as it related to some of his top players with Herbert, Chubb, and Pitts only combining for about 50-some um, points. So 97.5 to 161.3, Kyle swept Josh. And unfortunately, Josh is you know in the process of really not having to, to worry too much about playing for, for any of those items. Uh, then with the combination of, ooh, got someone in here. All right, sweet. Howdy, you got to unmute yourself if you want to talk. The microphone. Uh, how's that? Sounds good. You're also going to have to speak with clarity, too. I got a little bit of a weird setup going on here. Nice. How's it going, buddy? I'm all right. I get in there. Yeah? Good. Yeah, you just gotta hit the video. There you are. I see you. Uh, Can you see me? I got you. Yes. Cool. Yeah, man. I just did that uh, the other day. I got these. Uh, they're like record props, so you can literally just put the the record on, so you can like swap them out and stuff. So it's actual. Yeah, and then you have like the the actual cover art. So pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's my, this is my office. I'm doing a little bit, I was doing a little bit of rearranging because um, the wife and I have been sick with uh, with uh, all the fun that's been going on. So, Did you have it? Uh, yeah, we, we both are 
pretty much are talking about the fact that we that we test. I had two two home tests, and um, the second one had a nice second blurry line. So I haven't really done anything since last Thursday. Um, hey, buddy. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, I was. I said it earlier on in the. I said, as of right now, right? You don't. You never know. I mean, um, Kyle unfortunately just tested positive the other day, so it's in. It's in the Kyle household. It's in. The, it's in the Ryan household. It's. It's all over the place. We know that Brandon's unfortunately dealing with stuff. Callie is dealing with stuff. I mean, yeah, pretty much fifty percent of the league has had COVID in some way, shape, or form. Ben has had it at one point. Uh, pretty much both. Yeah, you, you guys, you guys. I was trying to get through the intro, but you guys. Um, yeah, I, I mentioned obviously all the, all the bullshit that was dealing with, with COVID. I tried. I tried to get through some of the. Uh, the yeah. So for so for those of you that are listening, I have uh, we have representation of the championship bracket right now, um, the championship game I should say, as well as the the DOS game. Um, I have. Uh, 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 commissioner uh, from LOEG League um, on the line, uh, DJ. We got a nice Zoom call going on. Then we have uh, Big Gay Al. Uh, also, you're still rocking those uh, those those nose trips, dude. You're like Nelly. <laughs> um, so, but I, but again, I, I was trying to get through a couple of the games. Yeah, yeah. I got some I got some fun stuff here. I got some trivia and everything. I got some questions for you guys and all of that fun stuff. But right now. Uh, what I was doing is I was just recapping um, the first round um, in terms of uh, in terms of playoffs and kind of what would I've done previously. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the, the consolidation of the DOS bracket. What I will spend time on with the DOS bracket is simply to to kind of let you know that it is going to be Brandon and Alex and how we got to that um, determination. So if you look at if you look at the uh, players, if you look at the What's that? On your roster, when three of your guys have the letter O. I mean, don't you want something? You gotta want something. Every, well, I guess I want something because I was dealing with it all. I was dealing with it all year. I, there's one. There's one point. I mean, I think that yeah. DJ. What the, the week I played you towards the end when I needed a W, I had um, Tevin Coleman had a concussion. Jeremy McKissick had Jeremy McKissick had a concussion. I mean, I had I had four players on out when I you know. I also and, and Jonathan Taylor was in the bye. Jalen Hurts was in the bye. Yeah. So uh, oh. again, I, I think it's just one of those, it's one of those years. Unfortunately, like you know, we've seen in the past couple of years that like you need to continue to have a healthy team, and you also need to continue to. Um, well, I mean, the COVID's been a big factor, uh, unfortunately, this year. Nothing you can do. Like that last two weeks, I would say people um, got a little got a little messed up because of that. I mean, it shows it shows across the board. So. Yeah, so where I was at, and, and again, you guys feel free to chime in anywhere you want to. I was just kind of getting through round one. We talked about, you know, Pat uh, having another consistent, um, uh, you know, run to playoffs here. Um, unfortunately, he fell a, a little short, and we'll get there. Um, and, um, and again, I think, you know, knowing that Kyle and DJ are playing, playing in the championship, I wanted to just take a moment, um, and I did this since this is the 10th year of of the BAS League, I did go back again to every single year and I averaged out where people have pretty much fallen based off of where their positions were in terms of, and that's why I was asking for some of the random brand new team names and such. That's funny. Yeah. Last place 
Uh, Alex, between you and Jeremy, you guys are pretty terrible. But on the same token, I mean, both of you guys had your name on the plaque, too, and you both won. So, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty wild when you take the time to, to, to play around with the statistics of everything. And, you know, talking about how shitty, like, some of the games were this year and everything, like, I did... I, I do have a little bit of trivia later that I can that can break in some of these uh, these stats to ask you guys. Let's give you both the chance to play some uh, play some trivia there. But um, but yeah, I mean, coming out of round one, uh, you know, and, and again, I, I did talk a little bit about. I think the, there were two close games. Uh, DJ between you and and, and Tally was definitely a close game, and then uh, um, Tom and Tom and Frank had a close game as well. Um, and it's funny because. One of the stats that I was actually looking at that was coming to play is like, what was the percentage of, and we'll get to that, what was the percentage of people that had wins anytime a single player on their team had over 40 points? And I picked 40 points because when you start looking at things like 35 points, 34 to 40 points, it gets a little bit more skewed, but I'll get to that. But Frank was one of those unfortunate um, people that kind of came up with, uh, had a great, uh, a, points for, for Kelsey, but end up uh, by losing by only, like, 10, you know, so, it is what it is, yeah. you know, any, any, any thoughts in, in, in round, in round one at all, I mean, I'm going to go right into round two, uh, just because I think that was where it's a little more interesting, but, So I did mention that I did a I did a quick um, before I got into the game I did a recap of like everyone's first round draft picks. I always find that to be an interesting item to look at. Like basically the first five picks this year are, are garbage. Yeah, and, and and again like DJ I know you had the the, the four receiver um, run right and and Cal really didn't have a mental he he was just a, he was just a scratch right mental health right. Oh, you know what? I didn't look at the trade. We had what? A total of three trades? At, at two or three trades, right? You had. I think, it's, I think it's those trades we've had in a while, though. Yes, we only had we only had one trade the year before, and that was a trade that I had with Nigel. But yes, we usually don't have a lot of trades. That's not a, that's not a, a redraft statistic that happens all the time. Right. Yeah. So what round was Cooper Cup picked? So Cooper Cup was picked in the fourth round, I believe. Yeah. Fourth round. Fourth round. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm so I'm so happy I took Robert Woods in the, in the third round. You know, knowing how how much Cooper Cup. I mean, I don't know. It's great. It's crazy. That's uh, absolutely like a first round wide receiver pick. Yeah. I was guaranteed what thirty points a match. No one knew that. Like. Yeah. It's still pretty pretty incredible though when you think about the um, the amount of uh, of production that he has had for you. Um, you know, and again, I mean, even if we look at the round two, um, he wasn't even on your top top scores. You had other players that were that were a top score. I mean, again, I think that I think the no, yeah, go ahead. I'm catching some luck coming into uh, making it to the finals. I yeah. In the first round, I owe to uh, Dalvin Cook shit the bed. Yeah, well, he's one of those players that I feel like has been, um, you know, again, up up and down. I say more up and down towards the latter half of the season. 
Hey, he still had 25 points. Cooper Cup. Uh, no. He had 11. No, we're talking about Cook or Cup? Cook. Oh, Cup. Sorry. Cook. Cooper Cup has 27 average points per game. It's amazing. Yeah, no, not so bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. White guy. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Nigel. Carried for all Oh, yeah. So... Anyway, talking about talking about round two because I, I definitely want to get to the I, I definitely want to get to the, the finer things of, of this uh, of this podcast and thank you guys for for being able to, to make it I, you know I wanted to make sure I was at least able to do one of these things um, you know I just haven't really been into the fantasy oh yeah wow what a way to celebrate yeah well it's not that late though so it's like you can still still do some yeah. Yeah, have, have, are you guys gonna uh, have a real wedding, or did you set a date yet, or what's the scoop? Uh, we're leaning more towards the kind of the trending, just get a load somewhere, either Vegas or somewhere cool with like immediate family, and then giant reception somewhere. Nice. Two receptions. Very cool. Make it easy on both, like both states. <sighs> Big weddings are, are, are quite quite the ordeal, especially in today's time. Is uh, a pain a pain to uh to to take to take off. So. Yeah. Do whatever, do whatever you need to do, man. If you if, you're, if you want to invite anybody to Vegas, I will go to Vegas. Yeah. Cool, cool. What's that? Can you drive your camera down like six inches? Me? You? Hey. Oh, you can't. You couldn't see me before. All good. Right, never mind. We'll You're. Yeah. Okay. Well. Whatever. You let me know. You let me know. I'm not, I'm not really looking at the at, at your faces too much. I have like the uh, ESPN oh, board and stuff on. I, I got my other my other screen over here. I'm sitting in the uh, sitting in the office here. So yeah. Um. I was. I. I'm again. Is as we think about. Let's see where we're at here. I was. I was kind of shocked that your brother fell a little flat, but 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 not at the same at the same time. I mean, you know. If I look at Kyle's team, um, he he definitely had he definitely had the the jump on on Pat from from the get go, uh, in in round two. What's that? Yeah, yeah, twenty six. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I mean again, like I I haven't had a chance to talk. To, I mean I, I texted him like just being like because I know he is. Uh, and I guess we can drop it now, but uh, you know, Kyle is he's facing uh, first a title in both BAS and LOEG. So, oh, shit. To, to your point, yeah, yeah Kyle is. Ah. Yeah. yeah, that would that would be uh, that would be interesting. And and PSDJ, I, I need to get you that belt at some point. You're um you're 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 placard two behind, I think. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a placard behind Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely, definitely, he definitely should. So, I know it's just been one of those, one of those things. Like, I think we've seen him try like what twice in the past two years, and good times. I didn't bend the ball, but yeah, Kyle's Kyle's having a good year, fantasy wise. Right now, he's not having such a good time. He's got a little bit of a fever, and he's uh, you know, taking a nap. Um, so let's see. Yeah, and I mean. DJ, to 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 you, I mean, you, you this this you're talking about the Monday Night Miracle was again. Who was that for you? You're more more intimate to that one. Oh, uh, my Monday Night Miracle was Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. The first week, and then the second week, it was 
crazy. Like that's back Monday Night Miracles to like pull me pull me along because I shit the bed and yeah. on, I, I played the Chargers defense against Houston, which I didn't think was that like looking on the surface not egregious, but like holy fuck, negative five points. Who gets negative five points on defense? Like honestly, and then I because I, I have the Chiefs on my bench and they score eleven, so that's a sixteen point swing in for a sure. Round. For sure. Oof. Yeah, you. I mean, I mean, I remember looking at it Sunday night, and I was like, "Oh, Tom's gonna, Tom's gonna go back and to back to back here." Um, but I did that, and then I left Alex Collins because so I was busy doing family stuff, and he was inactive, and I could because uh, I never switched to uh, Khalil Herbert. So there's another nine. One of the worst feelings. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that one is what it is. Like I would have missed that regardless, but the, the Chargers defense was gonna haunt me like the rest of the year if they had gone south. Yeah, that would have. So that would. What's that? Oh, that's, that's a good question. Did you, uh, like, how important is it to win the first few games of the season? Not that important. Not that important. Just to have that jump? No. I would guess. Because we always end up, like, with everyone, like, when it was 13 games, everyone used to be, like, 6-6 six and six going into the last game. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, go, yeah, it was, like, se- it was, there, was, there was about, what, seven teams that were 7-6? and six. Everyone was, like, basically, like, whoever won lost the last, going into the playoffs in week 14 would, you know, solidify a spot versus others. Like, so it was very, very close. I would say... You probably in the first five weeks need to have like three wins. Like if you can jump out with like those three wins, like that will put you in in a better position. I didn't look at that stat, but I will You're make a note for that. Um, mm-hmm. It still doesn't mean anything, but it, it, it helps. Like yeah, for sure, for sure. So it's uh it's okay, I mean again it's a very very interesting second round. Um, I again, I thought it would be it would have been really interesting to see uh, Tom kind of go back to the belt again, but um, also interested to see that we have um, half of the brothers duel going uh, towards the, uh, the 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 title this this year. So uh, again, DJ, you you know you helped me on the bachelor party weekend. I'm I'm hoping that uh, you know hold the uh, older brothers on the uh, the championship win um, of this year. So. I guess we'll see because between you and Kyle, we'll get into. I kind of want to segue into kind of where everyone's been at since however many uh, seasons they played in the BAS league. I think you and Kyle only both went for the title match once, and Kyle did it in season five, whereas you did it way back in season two. Um, since then, your highest um, finish has been three. Yeah, with an average of of, of around seven. Um, finish for based off of those. So um, I will say it's been some time since either of you have seen this uh, match. You are no uh, Patrick Bagley when it comes to this feat, but I mean again, it's it's exciting. I well, Pat Pat is probably the most consistent player outside of um, season five when he finished eleventh. Other than that, his lowest finish has been seven, and then he's finished. Three, four, one, one, three, and two, and then he's going to finish year three or four this year. So, Pat's uh, Pat's holding it down. He's always the one I feel like to beat. But then again, you know, next next decade, next decade of uh, of people, right? Is he also the only one not being shit based on a regular basis at the draft? Is there is there? Uh, 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 <laughs> 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 I. 
I mean, I I definitely tried to hold off on the drinking this year just because there was so much so much going on with the um, people on the TV and like you know I I feel like it's it's been the first successful draft in ten in ten years. This is the first successful draft, so I'm gonna I'm gonna accumulate to not going crazy drinking um, beforehand. So. I think so. With all the uh, with all the uh, items and everything, yeah, it was it was pretty uh, pretty decent. So, um, yeah, I mean, Kyle Kyle has been consistently not great. I mean, outside of that number two, he was number four in season seven, but he's been averaging about a finish of eight. So, you know, I mean, he's, he's had a cool uh, experience with the the DOS. He hasn't gotten it yet. He hasn't got yeah. I I would say last year you guys. Both flirted. DJ, you flirted a couple times with DOS. I only flirted with it once, really. Um, the first year, it was almost horrible karma. Um, <laughs> I started to do a 10, yeah. Yeah. Was, did we have the DOS in the first year? That was a, that, I was thinking about that. Now, DOS came, I want to say, like year three. I, I, I still remember that text. Like, I don't know. He's like, will this work? I saw it. <laughs> I saw it too. Yeah, like year two. Yeah. Um, Yeah, year one we had ten teams, and then outside of yep. outside of year one we had twelve. Outside of nine and ten, we had fourteen. So. Yeah, you said this phone number for that. Yep. Yeah. Well. Oh, Alex, I still have your shitty calendar in my record collection somewhere. That 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 was. Yeah, you know. Awful. Oh, awful. For that. Yeah. That. Yeah. So Alex, I mean, compared compared to to DJ's uh, average of seven, you're actually an average of six, uh, despite despite having despite having the DOS twice, and you played every year, right? You you've gone second, you've gone you've gone first, you've gone second, you've done, you've had two second finishes, a first finish, and then two twelves. I've got to be the player you most hate to play. Yeah. Yeah. I should be yeah. in the toilet. It's, 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 it was, it was a nice exercise to go through because I, I don't know, when I, when I was looking at it, I was like, wow, this is, this is really interesting to see. There's, you know, I would say outside of Pat, you know, there's no one that has been, you know, a straight, uh, Josh is pretty good. Josh, Josh averages, uh, of, of, of a five for a finish as well Josh, as, as well as Frank too, but I don't feel like Frank has necessarily, I'm sorry, Frank has had two third Two third place finishes and second place finish, so he's okay. going for a once, right? But Josh is pretty consistent. Um, yeah. But I would say you're saying all these places, but like, how, how separated are like the records and everything like that? Like, I feel like we're we're almost like between like third and what ninth is all like within like a win or two. So so I I have done that before, and I will tell you that takes a, a little bit more time to do. When I go into the other stats that I did, you can see why I chose not to, to go through and do individual records. Maybe that's right. something that I'll look at in the next five years. Um, I, I think, because there was a couple things. We, one of the things I want to note on that is I wanted to see who the better better Jew was. And that was that was um, that, that came out to be Josh with a win and loss record. Um, so, yeah. so, yes, that is... Yeah, I mean, it's, it, 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 well, I mean, yeah, again, he, he lost last year completely, 
But outside of that, he's he's the lo- the lowest finishes he's had is it's been a six in sixth place. So I don't know compared well, to. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were good pictures. They were entertaining, yeah. So DJ, how much do you equate your getting into the championship to your seventy five dollar bid for last year? How much? I mean, that's uh, <laughs> Not this year. I wasted like all my fab money on every player I picked up for the most part. But then the next week they're out of IR. Yeah. Well, at least you have some. Like I've, I've been like I've been on fumes since I think I don't know week thirteen. Like Tally was like, I'm surprised you let me pick him up. I'm like, dude, dude, I'm broke. Like I couldn't I couldn't stop you with a pickup if I wanted to. Oh yeah. It cost me a win against Pat earlier this year. Like he told he totally like saw how much fab I had left and then bid like dollar more than I could have expen- spent for uh, Jimmy G. And oh, I, I know. And by like three points because I had to start like some absolute scrub. I <laughs> really wondered how much y'all looked at that. Well, I, I know for sure because I, I think I was I was with Pat when he was like, I'm going to do this. I was like, I mean, it's not it's not against the, that's not collusion or anything. Like you're just, you, you're basically making a defensive move that's always debated on the, on no, the it's, podcast. It's, it's completely within the rules. I, I, I told him, I, I, t- I tipped my cap to him. I was like, you better hope like the fantasy karma guy so but like otherwise it was it was a great yeah yeah I, I mean again I don't say uh, this year no one has has hit it big with any fab uh, pickup but this probably been the last two years knowing that we have the 14 team league now so I don't think that that's something we could think think of to look at and I'll, I'll keep that in mind as I do some of these these recaps but I don't know yeah we'll see but it, it Waiver wire is thin. Not, yeah. not like L-E-L-O-G thin, but it's thin. It's thin. Yeah, it's tough. It's definitely tough. Um, so we talked about most of everyone that's been playing like for the most part. We talked we've talked about Brandon. So Jeremy, Jeremy, uh, speaking of your your uh, one of your one of your he's actually he's probably the worst out of out of out of anyone record wise. He's he's won the dong. Well he would have won the dong. Four times. He came in last place in, in season one, uh, last place in season two, and then last place in six and eight. Although he's, he has he has redeemed himself by making the best calendar. Um, and then other than that, I mean, he did win in year three. He came back from those two losses and said, you know what? Fuck this. And he came in and won. But since then, his highest, finish was, his highest finish was eight. So, so Jeremy, got to do better on that draft board. Yeah. I'll tell you what, like, if you know, Jeremy's only picking top three, too, so it doesn't make sense how he's, like, always in the bottom of things, uh, other than just shit luck. 
Well, I mean, like you said, like, I know for sure the past two years, the first round pick has, has not been the first top five picks. Nothing has been, you know, worth. I mean, Kamara maybe had two good games. Kill <sighs> had maybe three good games. Oh, yeah. If you listen to the first five minutes of this, I go, I go through it, and there's, there's, there's. I mean, I honestly, I'd rather pick at the back half of the draft, personally. I'd rather pick at the back half of the draft versus the front half. half snake. Yep. Double up on two decents. For sure, for sure, yeah. So, I mean, there's there's nothing else really notable on the on the full season. So we talked about Pat. Tom's only been on, in, in a, this is the second season, so he's his, his average is one right now. Um, but he'll finish with, with a three or four. Uh, Nigel, who's only been on it, he's actually finished six and 13, so, you know, he needs to step it up, and I would say Tally, um, same story between, yeah, he's, 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 I think, went for a championship once, so, I don't know, the record thing is something I can look at, but I wish there was a way to, like, export some of that, like, you know, M- MFL does all of that, that detail, like, yeah. ESPN does none of it, no. like, no, there's no. not, you know, all the metrics that you pull from ESPN have to be done pretty much manually, uh, so, I'm, I'm, what I'm planning on doing is the spreadsheet I made this year, I am going to keep, I'm like basically keeping it somewhere so I know at least like this this is worth thing. I don't have to go back and do some of these things again. So at least that's... Um, she totally has to like, be your administrative assistant. Yeah. Sell sheet the whole nonsense. There you go. Hey, babe, we got something we can work on together. I'm better. I'm better. I think I'm better in Excel than, than, than she is. So I'll stick with my... My, my philosophies here. I, I, I know I have the record somewhere. I think I might have just lost it in computers, unfortunately. Um, all right, so before we get into some of these metrics, because I'm looking at the timer here and about, I'm about 37 minutes logged on the, on the podcast, and I know this thing shuts off at almost a 10% battery, by the way. You are? 10%? Right. So plug your phone in. Yeah, plug your phone in, dude. Yeah. We're gonna try I got, the reason why I'm like nudging over a little bit is I got my iPad. On, on this whole scoop here, because it, it went from 94% down to 4% since I've been playing with it this afternoon. I, was, I didn't even notice. Um, so, so the DOS, let's talk about this, Alex, since I have, have you on here, and then we can give you, we can let you, let you shoot a little shade to your uh, opponent. Um, so as we know, the, the DOS is, is not based off of full season record, right? It's based off of how the consolidation bracket goes into play. So I went back and and reviewed that. Yes, you 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 know again you got the buy in week one because you had you know the worst record points and such. So that gave you that buy, right? So that 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 considered to be a loss, right? And so round one, the people that lost was it was yourself, Ben, Brand and Brandon. Okay, so Jeremy won, Kevin won, and I won. Um, in round two. Um, people that lost that round was Kevin, um, Brand, Brandon would have lost. Brandon only scored 48 points last week, right? So when we start, to, when we start totaling as part of the second part of this equation is total points determined. Like, is it just 48 points? 48 points total. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I didn't realize that he didn't have an opponent, but it, it, it really didn't matter because whoever's opponent would have been, he would have lost anyway. So it's, it's technically a, a loss. However... If, if Ben would have lost last week, he actually had um, less points than Alex total in, in, in the consolidation bracket. He had 143 points, 143.8 points 
to your 168 points. So if he would have had two losses, it would have been better yeah. than you, Alex. So because you had the loss in the bye and then the loss in the second round, but you only scored 61 points, it's you and Brandon. Unreal. So this should be no place where you're not familiar with. Um, and I know we were trying to get Brandon on, on the pod um, as well, but it does sound like he's going through quite a bit um, with the family right now, as many, many people have done over this past month, I would say. Um, so a couple things for you, for you, Alex. And you, <laughs> I typically ask people to record something, um, but since we're, since we're live... I figured, you know, is there any um, any words of encouragement slash banter slash, you know, harsh language you want to throw at your opponent for the DOS? Because, you know, again, whoever loses this round, and it has been adjusted already in, in the, uh, in the, in the um, who you're facing. So the, you and, you yeah. and uh, yep, yeah, it should be on there. Um Anything you want to say to Brandon? I mean, you guys have you have you have quite a, quite a history. I mean, gosh, I, I feel so like how many times has Brandon won the dong? Brandon has won the dong that one time, and it was the same year actually that you. I'm sorry, no, no, it wasn't the same year that you won the dong. We were, we were at we were at the Mountain House though. It might have been the year after. It was year after because DJ, when you talk about throwing money, I threw money at Alex when he won, <laughs> like literally, it made a rain. Um, and then I wrapped up the dong for Brandon. It was for for um, your guy's 30th birthday, I think. And I wrapped it up. And that's where I had like him doing the machine gun with the dong at the at the at the uh, at the um, the mountain house. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So he's well, won it once. I, I thought he might have won it twice. Mm-hmm. I figured if I win the trifecta of dongs, there has to be some attribution to the dong. There should be some names going down the. Shaft of that dong. So you want me to you put more work on me? Not on you. Apparently, the dong winner should. What's that? You're going to do a workout? Uh, you know what? Honestly, I'll do some work. I just gave you a picture of Alex. Like, just, just to see how Al MacGyver's this together with like gum and like duct tape. Oh, it's going to be a bolt. A straight St. Peter, whatever it's called. Through the head. Dangling steel plates with your names on it. Okay. So, so technically, technically, Jeremy, Jeremy would already have one of those placards if you're talking about the trifecta for the dog. Yeah. Yeah, Jeremy would already have one, so you would be the second one on that placard. So, if you were to get it. Good golly, uh, it's intimidating. I wish it more on no one, but I wish it more on Brandon than me. That it. <laughs> You need someone? I I have one running back that might be able to play. It's uh, Brianna on Buffalo. He's currently projected to do 0.0 points. Yes, you need a running back. So, uh, yeah. I've got two tight ends in right now with uh, Duke Johnson and... Oh, my God. (laughs) Duke Johnson's not a tight end. No, no, he's a running back. He's my number two running back right now. That's not bad, though, right? Didn't... didn't, uh, Interesting. Yeah, hopefully Brandon will stay sick enough to not look at his roster and I will win. That's my hope. Let's that's, that's the hope there, huh? Hey, COVID. 
Well, as of right now, the projections state. Let me look at where the projections are at. Cause I, I didn't look at that either. Um, you're no, you're projecting. I mean, it's not terrible. You you got ninety ninety seven point five, and um, he's projected at one hundred eight. So. I mean, if either of us can score over hundred, I think it's going to be an incredible game to watch. First one to hundred. First one to hundred. First one to twenty wins with, right? Yep, for sure. <laughs> well, it should be it should be interesting, but nonetheless, I will say the one caveat that I had because we have this year we have um, excuse me, um, Ben had to dress up at the draft event. Yeah. Depending well, on uh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are the thoughts on this year's uh, penalty? Um, I mean, I like I like the dress up, but the one thing that I'm saying is both because you and um. You and and um, Brandon are like hybrid. You know, you have to make it. You have to make an effort that if you uh, if you if you lose, now you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to attend the live live draft somewhere. You know. Or have your significant other follow you around town dressed as whatever. Yeah, or so it has to be it has to be some type of yeah. I mean, again, as of right now, that's that stands that stands to be the punishment. So. Um, I think we've ixnate the uh, the calendar. Um, I've talked to Ben. Ben was like real gung ho of doing the calendar, but I don't think he's in the process of doing the calendar other than taking this couple pictures out. Um, oh, that's sad. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to ask him. That, that was never officially brought into the loser um, discussion this year. So the name still stands. The name still stands. Yeah, yeah. That uh, that doesn't change. The winner, the winner of the league, will get to pick the loser's uh, name. Um, that still stands, and uh, yeah, so great. Guess we'll see. All right, that's exciting. So flipping it to so you. Go ahead. What do you want? Do you have a question? What's in it for number one this year? So what's in it for number one this year? Um, well, I mean, I mean, again, for number one, I'll flip it to DJ. Right, obviously Kyle is 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 experiencing the same difficulties that Brandon's having right now. Um, but then again, you guys are both, you know, trying to make that second run at a championship. If you have any um, kind words, bashing words, whatever the case may be for Kyle, um, speak now for hold your peace, and then I'll get into some of the other other specifics. Oh, uh, I, I don't really give a shit. I hope my team rails him with a big black dong. Uh, I hope his team stops running hot, hotter <laughs> than the sun, and uh, we'll see how it goes at the end of it, but... I, I like my chances. Yeah, I mean, and, you're, uh, you're you're projected to win. So there, so I was gonna, I was, the next thing I was gonna say, so um, typically we have the uh, payout discussion in, in these podcasts just to make sure everyone is aware of what the first and second and third uh, payouts will be. Um, as I as we mentioned before, third place always gets their money back. Um, that typically, you know, whoever comes in third place out of uh, Pat and uh, Tom, they will. I'll basically ask them, "Do you want money, or do you want to just not pay your your fees for, or not take care of your fees for season 11? Um, I think with DJ and Kyle, you guys already in discussion that you're going to split the uh, the first and second um, um, straight up. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, it does, doesn't matter who you basically chopped it. So. And again, that's well, yeah, the, all. The plaque still matters. No, you're right. The plaque, the plaque will still go to the to the to the first place. Whoever whoever wins the game, but the actual money, that's the total nineteen fifty is going to be nine hundred seventy five dollars to each to both um, 
DJ and Kyle. And then I'll, I'll say the same thing to you. That's not including your dues for next year. So if you want me to take out dues prior to sending virtual cash over to you, I will do that. So we can talk on that separately. But, you know, it should be, it should be an interesting match uh, between the two of you. I wish you guys nothing but the best of luck. Um, I know we're still a little bit behind the brothers duo, so I'm kind of rooting for you a little bit more, DJ, just because you've been, like, the teammate on that line. I wanted to get into that, but... Maybe that's uh maybe we'll see where we end up before the kickoff of next uh, season. I still have yeah, all those details. For the yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, maybe we can have a live pod where we're just doing all the events. Um, to, to live pod. Yeah. Right. Oh my goodness! Yeah, live stream that. Heck yeah. That would be hilarious. Um, trying to think, do we have any any other big items here? No, 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 no. Um, comments on runner-up. I mean. Tom and Pat, I mean, I think we've said it throughout this podcast that Tom came in came in blaze and he almost did it again. They'll be shooting for a third place. He's shooting for a third place also in Josh's Dynasty League. So he's, he's staying true to, to that as well. Um, who were, where'd Pat end up at LOEG? Is he... Is he, he he's, got, he's, got, he's playing Kyle for the ship. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Kyle and Tom, or I'm sorry, Pat and Tom are a repeat of last year's championship, so we'll that's, see who wins it this time. That's crazy. That's actually really cool, actually. Good for him. That's how he keeps buying all those fancy shoes. All right, where are we at here? Where's, I'm trying to see where he came in for the... Uh, he's, not, he's, not, he's not playing for anything in uh, Josh's dynasty. Okay. No, all right. His orphan was garbage. <laughs> Uh, the one thing I did want to mention to you guys, uh, I did have this highlight here and looking at it last year, just for everyone to call out, we talked about what kind of like your overall finishes were last year. I mean, you guys are pretty low. So the fact that you guys have pretty much come from the bottom to the top, I mean, that's pretty, pretty notable after just one season. So you guys got your shit together in the off season. Yeah. That's, hey, that, te- that tends to be the trend though, honestly, like, I, I will say if I'm looking at Alex the year he won, he was twelfth in the third he was twelfth in, in season three and then one in season four. Jeremy was twelfth in season two and one in season one. Um, Josh was ninth in season four and one in season five, but then he also won in the first year he played. Um, so it seems like people get the fire in their ass when they when they at the bottom. So maybe it's next year, Alex It is random, but these are just where things are stats are. Allegedly. Yeah. So I thought I have a couple, I thought I have a little fun before we start start closing out. Um, so before I get into the stats, you guys have a good uh, good uh, Christmas, good holiday. It was nice, relaxed, coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, Alex. Starting with you, what what was your uh, favorite gift? To me. Yeah. You don't even remember? You can't even think of your favorite game? Man, that's a... I really didn't get anything but a bottle. Dude, we're old. It's like, we got like stuff that are like, oh, that's great. Well, I got shit from the kids. The coolest gift I gave my kids was a karaoke machine. Okay. Okay, karaoke machine. I like it. I like it. I like it. I think I got like a bottle of wine was the coolest thing I got. Very cool. Yeah, you're like, we're old, so. Listen, but I mean, excuse to upgrade and do shit. 
Yeah. But Lexi, Lexi got a little roller coaster, and Michaela got a switch, so... Oh, nice! There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see this thing. Is this something you had to build? Is it, like... No, it's like little power wheels? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Just a little... Oh, just... Yeah. You take that in the backyard, and you can fly across the, uh... Across the lawn. Nice. That's sweet. I mean, she's only one, so like that's that's a big deal. She's like, whoa. That's neat. That's very yes. cool. I can I can showcase my my gift. Meg got me because um, I always like so for the new house I've been buying. I, I bought like a lot of fake plants. She's like, can you please stop buying fake plants? Like, buy fake real plants. plants. I'm like, yeah, but they look so nice, you know. It's like a blah blah blah. <laughs> so she got yeah. me. Like, I, you know, what they about right. Well, I, I'm a I'm a. You guys might know I'm a, I'm a big Lego guy. Like I like big Lego things, and she got me a fake plant Lego, so look at this thing. See that thing? It's a, pl it's a, pl it's a Lego, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, and it stays in my office, so, and then, and also my little, um, DJ, you'll, you'll appreciate this, I was showing, showing Alex, see this, these are like, I can display now records, so whatever I'm listening to, I can just put the, the, the cover right here, and then if I want to put the record on, I just pop the guy there. Well, it's you have to get like behind my desk to 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 get to where that's at. So I mean, there are, there are no little jerks outside of my dog. My dog doesn't typically come into my office. So outside of it falling down, but I screwed these ones in, so they won't they won't be going anywhere. Um, all right. So. On to the next thing. I got a couple, a couple fun, fun stats here. Give you guys a chance to guess here. So the first stat, and leading up to it, you know, we, we had a lot of questions um, uh, around, like, you know, does it, does it, is it best to win two games in the beginning? Blah blah blah. I mentioned to you, out of players that score, like if you have a player that scores above thirty nine points, that's the number that I used. Okay. What I wanted to look at is if you have a player that scores 39 points or above, just one player on your team in a particular week, are what is your percentage that you're going to win that week? Okay? So, I, I, I've been going, it, it, it's pretty much an over-under. This one's just an over-under, so it's pretty, pretty easy. So, Alex is not going to go with 100%. Got it. Yes. So, so the, the over-under of this one is 80%. Do you want the over or do you want the under? I go off every over. Both say over? No, I think he oh, said under. Okay. Yeah. Now, DJ, you are correct. Out of a total of 32 times that this occurred throughout the season, meaning any time a player scored over 39 points, wow. right, on either side, 25 times to 7, that team won. So if you, in the future have a player that goes off, you're pretty much 78% um, likely that you're going to win that week based off this year's stats. I thought that was interesting. So if you, if you, if you have a Thursday night game where someone goes, goes off at like, and I said there's only seven times where someone put up another 40 points against like someone, some other's points, and they lost. One of those being in the playoffs when Frank had Travis Kelsey scoring over 40 oh, points. Yeah. He lost. So, yeah, that's so, so there are situations where a combination of like three or four players would would overset that, but for the most part, I thought that was very interesting. 
Um, another one, we talked about playoff matchups, or I'm sorry, not regular season matchups, and the fact that towards going to the playoffs, how close it usually is at the end of the year, I took a look at how many games were decided by um, five points or less in terms of wins and losses. So the options that you have are less than seven, between seven and ten, or greater than ten. You're going to go greater than 10? Yeah. Okay. TV is sticking uh, with the owner. I'm going to go middle of the road. Middle of the road on this one. I mean, there weren't that many bad beats out there, I don't think. So out of Wait, the... Are you talking about this year or overall? Just this year. I did not go every season. Yeah, I did not go every season. Alex? Seven. Right. Seven, seven to ten or less than seven? No, less than seven. Less than seven? All right. Alex takes this one. There was one tie, as we know, um, and that was Patton and Tally in like week ten, I believe. And um, other than that, there were six instances where there was um, less than five points. One in week three, one in week five, one in week six. Yep. So I had the points there. So... Thought that was interesting, but again, how close some of those games were. I thought I honestly thought it would be more. If I if I look at it from a sheer just just looking at the, the, the scores. Yeah. Now this is the this the last one, and this is the most interesting one. And I'm hoping I have enough time because we're at like 58 minutes. Oh shit. Um I'll tell It's okay. Let me let me um let me stop this one. Unreal. Alright, give me one second. I'm going to stop this one. Oh, here we go. Alright, I'm going to keep going. So as I was saying, this is the last of the, um, the stats that I've had. Um, basically what I wanted to look at was... Because I feel like if you look every week, there are a number of different scores that you'll see across the board. So this is all focused on total scores um, each week. And I do have it broken down by week, so if you have any specific questions. But what I'm going to be asking is, is I've broken into four different tiers. Um, under 100 points, between 100 and 125 points, between 125 and 160, and then greater than 160. So my question to you both is, out of those four tiers, which tier had, throughout the course of the regular season, the highest count? And I would... Two middle tiers? Uh, I'm sorry, I was doing something. <laughs> so it's under 100. Okay. So basically... Out of all the scores that people have put up, so there are 196 total scores that were put up this year out of 14 weeks, okay, right. across 14 teams. I wanted to see, and, and again, it's just for just for shits and giggles to see like kind of where the, where everything fell. Um, Where's the total average or total winning average? Total total score. So 
basically like, let's just say in week one, right? I put it broken into four tiers. One's under 100, meaning that teams scored under 100. Both teams combined? No, just one team. So each week there will be 14, right? So I'll give you an example. So for week one, under 100 was there were four teams that scored under 100. Between 100 and 125, there were three teams that scored 100 and not between 125. Between 125 and 160, there were five teams. And that teams that scored greater than 160, uh, there were only two teams. Okay? Okay? So my question to you is, for the full regular season, which tier do you think scored or had the highest cumulative in terms of... How many teams fell into that bucket? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The middle two were 100 to 125, and then 125 to 160. I think it's in the 100 to 125 range. I'm 125 to 160. I thought there were a lot of solid teams this year, and I was not one of them. Okay. So you want to know the results? Good. Let's hear it. Oh. Under 100, 28% of the... the um, Scores were under 100, 28%. Total of 55 teams scored under 100. So quite a, quite a big number. Between, so between greater than 160 was only 8%. Meaning 15 teams scored over 160 points. So one of you wow. is correct. Um, I didn't, yeah, there, there, were, there were two 200-point weeks, yeah. Bullshit. Or 200, 200, 200 point teams. I feel like that usually typically happens, though, um, for the most part. Um, so, 100 to 125 had 32% or 62, game, 62 teams scored between 100 and 125. And then 125 to 160 was 33%. Or 64 so, the most common bracket of scoring based off of that was, was 125 to 160. And I'll say the, the, the reason why I did a lot of these was just, I was just curious as like if there's any like trends that kind of stood out to like how teams get to the playoffs and how teams, you know, you know, like what are some of the, some of the areas that you should be, 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 Focusing on, or like, you know, what some of the metrics as you, as you move forward? You're like, oh, do I feel comfortable about, like, my team this week, yes or no? Because I feel like the more and more we play fantasy football, like, I don't get as nervous. Like, like when I know I'm going to lose, I'm like, I'm ah, fucking losing this week, you know? Again, like, I don't, I don't get, a, I don't get as, as, as hung up in this stuff. But maybe that's just because we're, you know, there's other things going on in the world. Um, but yeah, I thought, that was, I thought that was interesting, so... How important is draft day? I will still say that you, you for the most part, knowing that the waiver wire is not an area where you're going to find gold, you need to... And no one trades. Yeah. And no one trades. Like it's, it's important for you to have a strong draft, that your team stays healthy, and that you... Um, like I feel like if I were to self-reflect on my team... I feel like I reached again too much earlier on with people like Brandon Ayuk and Jerry Judy and like, you know, I thought Robert Woods was going to be a, 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 
a powerhouse, but and I was. Were you drafted next to me again? No, wasn't no no. I was drafted next to Tom. No no no. Hold on. I'm sorry. Let me see. Um, no, I was drafted between um, Kevin who traded um, Ben and uh, Josh. So, so yeah, I would say I got I got okie doped in probably rounds three, four, and five on running backs. So I'm looking at that's why I took a lot of receivers. Yeah. That's tough. Running backs are always tough. Yeah, yeah. So my my second running back was Kenyon Drake in round seven. Hey. Yeah. Yep. And I also took I, a tight end in round two, and Darren Waller was. What's that? The uh, Darren Waller pick. So did I. Oh, oh yeah. Well, he, he turned out to be um, injured for yeah, no. five weeks. He did me a solid. Not that my second round pick was any better, but yeah. like, he still did me a solid. Yeah, guys, thanks yeah. for... Um, to, make dinner at to, make, to make dinner at 940 at night. Strange. Alright, well enjoy your anniversary, right, Nelly. Nice yeah. see, nice seeing your face. Good luck with your uh, down. DJ, be good. Luck, DJ. Con- congrats and, and good luck on the championship here. Alright, cheers guys. Alright, see ya. And that's it guys. Wrapping it up. A little bit over. I'm sure none of you are gonna last the last second of this one. But oh well. See ya. All right, guys, we're back with part two of the Fantasy Football BAS podcast. A lot of crazy stuff going on in the league at the 1 o'clock games. Uh, most importantly, our Eagles pulled out the victory. I, I must say I need to take a couple minutes to uh, to get some composure back before I went back into this podcast because that was a crazy game. I cannot believe we pulled that off. It's such a shame that Dallas and the Vikings won, but we're still in the hunt. Big Dick Nick takes us home. Elliot gets a field goal that he missed extra point on, and we're good to go. Really, really exciting stuff. So, whew, I can't believe we won that game. Oh, amazing. Now, let's get back to the championship and the DOS Bowl, what we got going on here for Season 7 of the BAS Fantasy League. I will say, as exciting as some of these games have been, 
the uh, the end of the playoff race here and and the crowning of the uh, the champion and the DOS is a uh, little uh, little not exciting. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Um, so let's get right into it. Uh, I'll try to close this up pretty pretty quickly. I got some uh, something special planned for the end of this uh, podcast, so I hope it uh, hope it all goes well. We'll have to see how how it all works out. So let's start with the uh, consolidation bracket. Uh, who who's going to take third place this year in the league? And I will say that it goes without question that regardless of the injuries that came to be, consensual Roethlisberger is going to be our third place winner. I don't see in any possible circumstance where Russell Wilson isn't going to score at least one point. If that is the case, the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And I'm hoping he scores a lot of points because I have Russell Wilson and Pat Mahomes facing off this evening in the LOEG Fantasy League. So far, it's been pretty okay. We got the 4 o'clock games going on and Kevin's got Brown and Schuster in play. So I am... Having a nervous breakdown as I do this podcast, but there's Mike Thomas for the catch, and I like that. So, very quickly, Christian McCaffrey again comes into play, 30 points. Really, really amazing. I mean, I feel like that's all they use him for. Um, Galladay with a good, a good showing, and then Robbie Anderson with the plug in, 140 yards and a touchdown, nine receptions. Amazing, 30 points from, from, from Robbie Anderson. Just completely. Incredible, great, great plug and play there, Frank. I mean, you just definitely deserve to win third place after after putting that guy out there. I mean, it's just amazing. And I know you had a ton of people injured, so maybe it wasn't much of a much of a choice, but well done, um, Kyle. Unfortunately, buddy, as much as I love you, and as, as as much as I'll go to hell and back with you, you did not, uh, you know, not pull it off. Tom Brady, um, another big dud. I mean, I I feel like the goat terrain is slowly going to be over. I don't think he'll be drafted as soon as he has been in the past three years. Um, Melvin Gordon, you know, again, that was yesterday, uh, but he still got you some points for that, got you a touchdown. Um, Uzama, you know, your boy, you'd like to say it, you sit in the recliner here. Uzama with a good showing, 49 yards and a touchdown, but overall with the 105 points and Wilson still got to go, I will say that, um, you're officially going to be bubble boy this year. So that's, um, that's something to, uh, to hold true to your heart. Um, you know. What can you do? There's always next season, and maybe you won't have crazy injuries, and maybe I'll be able to play my, my first-round pick. I don't know. But regardless, Frank, great work, buddy. Very, uh, very excited. I'll give you your money uh, next Thursday, um, and then you can potentially just give it back to me, or I don't have to give it to you at all, and you pay, uh, you pay your dues pretty much for next year. So uh, it's up to you. Okay, let's get into it. Um, I think before we go into the championship game, I think we need to take a little quick look at the uh, at the DOS Bowl because out of any of the games and matchups that we're seeing today, there is actually a little bit of a of a of a of a competition going on here. Uh, the the scores are really low as of right now. Uh, nothing really crazy going on, but uh, Big Al's got uh, fifty three points to Jeremy's thirty seven, and as of right now, the projections are swinging a little bit in Jeremy's favor. So. I'm really curious to see how this one's going to pan out. Uh, there's definitely, we got the uh, Roethlisberger-Breeze matchup going on. So let's see who the better quarterback is in, in that game. Should uh, should help out the other team in one way, shape, or form. Or maybe they'll both just kill it. I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. Um, surely I see that Jeremy has Doug Martin going Monday night. So this will not be decided until uh, 
until officially Christmas. Uh, so, so that's exciting. Um, so somebody is getting a wonderful Christmas present this year and it's definitely not a PlayStation 4. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I would assume that, you know, Alex would have something to say in regards to what's been going on. And I, I don't know. I mean, you never really know what's going to come out of Al's mouth and, and, and what um, what position he's going to, to play in terms of any type of real intellectual shit talking. But, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's see. Here we are, championship time. And once again, I'm in them. But not for the money. For the big black dong of shame. There was a week I touched first place. Had a great team going. Gronk was killing it. Breeze was hitting 40 points. Cooper Cup. About three other players. Thompson had some great points. All double digits. And then they're all injured or out for the season. Or just started dropping the ball. Well, just like the waiver wires, I have hit rock bottom and I am east donging down now. Guy I'm playing though, four nine. I'm playing a guy, rightfully so, in my opinion, in the dong match for against the guy who hit first place. It's pitiful if you ask me, but it's back in that time again. Congrats to the two playing for the money this year. Good luck to you both. And Jeremy, here we go, buddy. Once again, we're both playing for a big black dong of shame. Very well said, Alex. I, I will preface that I did not listen to either the clips that Jeremy or Alex sent me prior to this, uh, prior to the podcast. Um, I was kind of curious in terms of which direction, and I see that both of them actually just chose to to bash on their own team. Um, you know, well suited. There was there was zero shit talking from either one of you. I think you guys are so fearful of what shit talking can do in terms of karma that you chose to just bash your teams. Now, to Alex's point, rightfully so, I certainly think that Jeremy belongs to be in this matchup. And I said, well, there's an interception by, um, by Drew Brees. Oh, boy. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's, it's anyone's game right now. And with the Drew Brees interception, that just doesn't help you out as much, Alex. So... You know, I think the I think the year that uh, Jeremy won the league and then and then won the day the dong of shame he went from first to last. So, Al, in terms of your opinion from going first place this year, you might be going to last place, buddy. Regardless, both of you guys just just do a, a great job, uh, Alex. I see you're actually trying a little bit more in the draft and and making some making some moves throughout the season. Uh, agree with you. I think you had a great team going in from the draft, and you had it going from the from a first place standpoint for a while, and then in, injuries and players being out unfortunately just decimated your team. Um, Jeremy, let's not get so creative at the draft. Maybe just go just go uh, with your gut more and and kind of uh, rock through it. Um, unfortunately, Adam Thielen didn't do too much for you, but uh, you're still looking in pretty good shape in terms of projections right now. So, again, best of luck to both of you guys. Uh, I'll either be getting the dong from Jeremy or, uh, you know, giving him some instructions in regards to uh, the best places to take photos with uh, great capture of light. Uh, maybe a few suggestions. Uh, you know, I will say throughout the offseason, we can certainly uh, throw some suggestions out uh, in terms of how the DOS may be photographed. So that should be really, really interesting. Um, all right, guys. Here we go. We're in. We're we're in the champ. The championship round here. Uh, we're we're 
coming down to the wire, uh, there is a a little bit going on Monday night from <clears throat> Pat's side of the Pat's side of the the, the squad. Um, as of right now, it's not really looking that great for for Mister Tally. Um, you know, Rocky's coming in again and and taking and taking Drago out. You know, and Creed's coming in and taking out Drago's son. I mean. I don't know, man. It just you know you get to the spot and then it's just not coming out and working for you. I mean, Diggs did really little. Julio Jones did even less. And unfortunately, I do take back when I was discussing Cam Newton. I wasn't really paying attention to fantasy as much this week and forgot that he was out. So obviously, Matt Stafford was the only guy that you really could have uh, could have started in this case. And you know, unfortunately, oh, he's out of bounds. Um, unfortunately, it didn't it did it didn't work out for you for you too much I mean you know I think these things happen I think throughout the playoffs we've seen one team dominate over the other there haven't been a lot of really really close matchups um you know that said I mean there's still a lot of football to be played um got Hamilton and and Denver's D on on Pat's side and he's got Tariq Cohen in right now along with Antonio Brown um you know maybe Chris Carson will have a, a 30 point game for you tonight who knows um Oh, that was to Adams. God damn it! Sorry, I have the uh, the four o'clock games in, in in mute fashion on my TV, but I am still watching them. And the Jets and Packers game is still going on in overtime. Man, that would have been so nice. Anyway, back to the uh, the championship matchup. Um, you know, certainly you've seen that my my theme of this has been that. Uh, that I've been asking all the players that were in the important matchup to send me a little bit of clip because I've been doing these podcasts by myself. I really haven't had an, an interview in some time. Hopefully I'm going to change that with the closeout of the season. Episode 6 podcast, uh, holiday style edition. Um, you know, continue that theme going on. So there's more, more to come, guys, for sure. But for now, I thought the best way to get some folks around is just basically have them talk on their phone about the other opponent or, as we've heard, um, the other teams and their own teams. Uh, I really think we've had some pretty awful um, attempts at, at shit-talking, but it just shows to the characters that we all are that uh, we choose to uh, avoid karma in any way, shape, or form because we know that that's a bad thing. Uh, so... That said, let's hear what uh, what Pat has to say about Tally. Maybe he's going to come with the fire. I don't know. I don't see it happening, but let's see what he says. Tally, first off, I'd like to say congratulations on making it to the championship game. I'm looking forward to playing against you. Uh, I really am happy to see that Julio Jones is actually playing now. This way your team doesn't lose anybody else. Uh, hopefully, if everything goes the way I hope it goes, I will be sending you a bottle of orange Pedialyte if you drink your sorrows away so you can feel better the next day. Uh, other than that, good luck. I am looking forward to uh, defending my title and also retaining my title. And that is all I have to say. Hopefully, everything goes well. So there you have it, guys. Our current champion holding the plaque. Speaking like a true champion. Excited to be going against Tally in the championship. But however, confident in the fact that his team got him here again for two years back to back. And as of right now, as a projection state with anything other than that, I think uh, think we're going to have the same uh, 
same champion this year. So, again, there's still a lot to happen, a lot of things to go on, uh, a lot of games to play. The Kansas City-Seattle game should be pretty uh, pretty intense tonight. Um, but the way the projections are looking right now, Pat, I'm tipping my cap to you. And uh, pending anything really going uh, crazily wrong, um, you're going to continue to be the champ, dude. So, man, kudos to you, dude. There's, that's a really, really cool cool thing to have. I mean, good thing we're not playing in that uh, that dynasty uh, situation where if someone wins back-to-back, then the league it just implodes and it's over. However, the rules now are a little bit different, so I know. But you were the one that introduced me to the Fantasy Footballers podcast. Um, and it's funny, actually, our... Um, our podcast logos are similar, um, but then again, you know, how much can you do with a football and a mic? Uh, I really think our, our logo is awesome. So, Pat, to wrap that up um, and to wrap up the recap and uh, part two of episode five of the BAS Fantasy Football Podcast, um, guys, we, you know, we gotta come. We gotta come stronger next year. Pat is Pat has a title, and he's trying to hold on to that for as long as possible. He's trying to keep that 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 the picture in the plaque. He's trying to, you know, come up with new creative names for a DOS person. Um, I will say that Blue Waffle Supreme. I may have nudged him on a little bit of the uh, idea. All right, we got Green Bay going here. Come on, throw it to Devontae Adams. Do it up. In fact, Pat would like that too. So let's get a little love. Nope, just a handoff. Okay. Anyway, so to close out this podcast, I thought it was only fair to continue with the Christmas theme and the traditions of what we've been uh, what we've been doing. Um, no, I'm not going to play another uh, chintzy little uh, guitar acoustic or anything along those lines. You know. As I was thinking of closing out the podcast and, and knowing that uh, you know, we didn't do the email this year, I, I'm trying to think of other creative ways rather than just me talking into my iPad. Um, so, you know, as I sit here uh, two days before Christmas, uh, two days before an official champion and a DOS member, um, league member, I, I thought of a, a way that we can uh, potentially um, get a little bit more into the season, you know, get into it. So... It's not a song, it's not anything along those lines, but, you know, I have to find a way to continuously try to express my creativity. Um, so before I go into what I put together and preface everything, I just want to say to, to everyone in the league, um, you know, have a Merry Christmas. Um, life is crazy. We are all on the go 24-7 most of the times. You know, this is the time of the year where we all kind of sit back, reflect, uh, you know, hang out with people that we, that we care and we, that we love and, you know, people that we do all this hard work for, you know? So, I mean, there's a lot of really, I think we all take a look to be thankful for, for all the things that we, that we have and the things that we accomplish and the things that we continue to accomplish. Um, so that said, I, uh, I wish you all a, a Merry Christmas. Um, you know, hope you get everything that you want, uh, a plaque or a, a dong of shame or, you know, a cool 160 bucks to, uh, to either just give it right back to your commissioner. I don't know. But, you know, you guys are all, all, all good friends of mine. And, um, you know, just a really, really cool thing that we, that we got going on here. So, that said, I thought going into Christmas and going into the end of, of, of a year, 
you know, what is, what is a very traditional thing that, that people do in, in the holiday times? And I started thinking about the stories and the songs and, of course, as Roman language. But then I was like, you know, what would be cooler than taking the tra- oldest traditional poem, Twas the Night Before Christmas, and reflecting on it and making more of a, of a BAS fantasy uh, night before championship? So, that said... That's exactly what the fuck I did this morning. I woke up at like 6.30. I ripped open the poem. I tried to insert shit that was relevant. Um, I will say now that I'm doing it after the 1 o'clock games, it may not be as relevant based off the outcomes of the scores right now, but regardless, I think it sounds pretty cool. And uh, what I'm going to do is uh, to kick it off, we need to have a, need to have a little uh, holiday music. You know, because I'm all, I'm all about music. Music's just the fucking best, you know. And when I think about music and Christmas, you know who I think about? I think about Kenny G and his album's Miracles. So let's have him kick him off as we get into the, to the, towards the night before fantasy championship poem. I mean, that's just... Is that a touchdown to Devontae Adams? Oh my god, have myself a Merry Christmas. Oh. You tell him, Kenny. You guys get some, uh, get some hot chocolate or a candy cane. You know. Grab one of his presents, the smaller ones. Shake it around a little bit, wonder what it is. Because this is, this is the holidays, motherfuckers. This is the BAS Fantasy League. I'll keep that going in the background. So, as I sit by my Christmas tree, I would like to go through this poem for you guys. Twas the night before Monday night, when all through the league, a winner will be claimed, but who will it be? The lineups were set, there was no hunt or wear, a season seven champion would soon be there. Patrick and Tally all snug in their beds, while visions of BAS glory danced in their heads. And Jeremy in his kerchief, and Al in his cap, are praying they don't have a dong of shame to recap. When out on the field, there arose such a clatter. Drew Brees and Big Ben threw touchdowns, so now what's the matter? Away to the TV, we all flew like a flash. A winner would get it all, the plaque, respect, and cash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen team gave the luster of a big black dick so shameful and mean. When what to my wondering eyes should appear, we will have a champ and a loser in BAS seventh year. Cohen and Adams, they are so damn quick. Tally needs a nice present from good old Saint Nick. More rapid than the Eagles, his points as they came and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Stafford, now Jones, now Dix and Vixen. Take down Brown and Ryan and Adams and Mixon. To the, chop, to the top of the charts, to the top of the ranks. Now score a lot, catch the ball, and be good running backs. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So onto the field as they flew, with a ton of points on the board, and Greg Kittle too. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the bottom that Nugget and Al screamed, St. Nick forgot him. 
Their teams are the worst, and soon there will be proof, because the DOS is coming for one of you two. We have all seen that massive and glistening black beast from those giant black balls, 13 inches of shame, to say the least. The DOS, how it twinkled. The black mass, how merry. At least the loser gets to sign the book, written by Matthew Barry. Outside of the shame, the loser will see the plaque glistens in a different light, one of victory. Your name will sit on it for 2018. Will Pat be the first to repeat, or will Tally win clean? Another year of fantasy, and it's wonderful and true. I couldn't have asked for a better BAS crew. So as we wait to see who comes out on top, I'm taking a moment, a pause, and stop. To wish you all the best next year. May your draft picks be great, and may your injuries stay clear. May you pick up the backup that does so well, and make sure to take that handcuff if you draft Le'Veon Bell. This is your commissioner, signing off just right. Have a wonderful Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good night. Peace out. Yeah, boys.